0: Being Armenian in Azerbaijan just had another, another another challenge. Though not as critical as probably being a Jewish rising star in the Soviet Union. No surprise, my name was not there. It was erased in Putin's Russia. Some of these old ghosts are still haunting us. You are listening to KasparovChess.com podcast, episode 4. My work with Alexander Nikitin has been steadily progressing. He has been regularly sending me materials from chess publications, uh, um, and I have been anxiously waiting for a new envelope or parcel arriving from Moscow to our flat in Baku. I even remember him sending me uh, a special set to print chess diagrams. I know it sounds very odd, uh, antique for young players, but I had to print diagrams and also had uh, a set of chess pieces uh, with different colors, I think uh, red and blackish. Probably made in 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 DDR German Democratic Republic that was uh, quite a rarity in the Soviet Union and I was very proud that I could print the diagrams in my notebooks where I just had my chess analysis and uh, collections of my chess games and also put uh, these chess pieces. <inaudible> And also, the was very helpful in in uh, setting my uh, uh, regular training program. Uh, thanks to him, I um, joined Spartak Sports Society uh, in 1975, where both Nikitin and Shakarov belonged to. 48 Y, возможно, вперvые, Though I still had my rights to play for uh, Pioneer Palace uh, in Baku, which was important because we had a very strong team that already once qualified for uh, Pioneers vs. Grandmasters tournament in 1974, and uh, we were on the way to move for our second final, where I had my chance to play Anatoly Karpov f- first time. Uh, over chessboard, though in simultaneous exhibition. Also, Spartak uh, provided uh, financial support by Soviet standards, It was a very considerable amount, of 120 rubles a month, that uh, tremendously helped uh, our family because my mother had to uh, leave her job regularly uh, joining me, and it definitely affected uh, her paychecks. Reminds her of her hometown of Baku in Azerbaijan. It was here, in 1969, that Kasparov discovered chess at the age of six. And in July 1975, I uh, flew to Leningrad to take part of the um, All-Union Sportac Junior uh, Championship. It was the first event that Nikitin stayed with me all the time. And uh, he considered it to be an important test of my ability to uh, move to uh, to the next level. But he had very cautious expectations before the tournament. He wanted me to qualify for the final. There were 40 players in 2 semifinal groups. And he wanted me to do well in the final, but uh, set up no special target. Um, I was very anxious to prove uh, that I was already a tough guy and uh, I uh, could do better than uh, he expected. <laughs> and uh, being over-anxious, uh, I lost in the first round to an unknown player from Belarus. And though I qualified uh, to the final, winning four games and losing two um, in the semi-final stage, but those two I lost against uh, other yeah. qualifiers. So. I started my uh, final leg of the tournament uh, having only one out of three. Uh, and my prospects were bleak. But then in the first uh, round of final, I played a game that I consider my first masterpiece. And it was another uh, against, game and, uh, against another future grandmaster, uh, Boris Kanzler. He was from Kyrgyzstan. Uh, Later, he moved to Israel, where he eventually became grandmaster. He was also one of the youngest players of the event. And uh, this game, when you look at the final position, uh, could remind you of uh, my evergreen game played uh, 24 years later in Vykanze against uh, Veselin Topolov. It's the first time where I succeeded of uh, bringing enemy's King into my own camp where uh, it got mated. And also the game uh, demonstrated my creative nature and ability to find attacking resources and uh, I'm very proud of the attack that started with move 20 with bishop g5 sacrificing the peace and then uh, uh, forcing black king to its start its uh, last journey. There's also an interesting moment in the game that um, showed uh, uh, future weaknesses. Well, Kasparov is completely lost, done, but, piece. but I didn't understand it. I'm he didn't stunned myself. And someone. now he's played Bishop E5, check. The king is going to C6. Now, 1994 check. That's the end of- uh, that accompanied me throughout my chess career, and even after uh, um, I quit professional chess and played the exhibition games, it's uh, um, what Michael Batwini called uh, a move by hand. So, uh, uh, just when you, when when your hand makes a move before your brain can actually send a warning signal. Stop it. And that was um, at uh, move um, uh, 25. It's a very spectacular move, knight d4 that I made in the game. Uh, but of course, rook h1 was winning winning easily. It was a very simple win. But I picked the knight because I wanted to play knight h4 check. Totally forgot that knight takes h4 would be also check. <laughs> to, to my king, and, uh, and realizing that knight h4 is no good, I just put knight to d4. I was lucky that there was another good alternative, but this um, one move blunders, they unfortunately uh, were haunting me forever. And uh, I can recall uh, some of these blunders that cost me games in, in exhibition matches that I played uh, lately. Um, in, in uh, St. Louis. He's just leaning back, shaking his head. I don't understand what's going on. Are we missing, are we missing, something, are we missing, something, missing something obvious? What's happening? Oh, he's taking it. He's taking the what point in F5. Why did he give away the piece? But in this game, I was lucky. Um, uh, the sacrifice worked. And uh, I also was proud to find uh, my 29th move, F3. I saw it. So playing Rookie one. And then after Bishop f six, playing F3. Just a quiet move with three pieces down, so I uh, managed to create this mating net. Uh, and though no Chancellor could uh, tough resistance, but I think he was also paralyzed by this, uh, by waves of White's attack, and uh, he lost very quickly. I was encouraged uh, by the game and by the style uh, of this victory. I won one more game, made two draws. And to my surprise, i not only tied second force in this uh, uh, competition, but by tie breaks, I had my silver medal. That was the first major success. I'm sure that this uh, small celebration today here is just the beginning of a very, very long and successful road. Uh, I'm sure we'll build. I was um, just 12 and uh, playing with boys that were four, five, six years older than me, and uh, doing, doing well. That was a very encouraging sign. But this tournament also had another important uh, milestone in my life. It was my first uh, success in the old uh, uh, Soviet Junior Chess Arena, but it also was the last tournament where Garrick Weinstein played. In August uh, 1975, I uh, was the family council uh, bringing Weinstein and Kasparovs and the decision was that I, I had to take the surname of my mother. She had not changed uh, her surname after our marriage. And um, since my father died in uh, January 1971, I grew up in my mother's family and uh, my guardian was uh, her father, my grandfather Shagin. And who had no sons, yet three daughters, and and there were many good reasons to change the name. But later, you know, uh, yeah, I recognized that it was not uh, only the own family considerations. Uh, Nikitin also added his voice in support of this decision, saying that uh, for Garrick Weinstein, chances to climb to the top and challenge Anatoly Karpov were minuscule. Because of the virulent anti-Semitism in the Soviet Union, and as the man from the from the Central Chess Club Sports Committee, who knew the mood there, he um, he reckoned that uh, Karpov will be protected by all the means uh, and tools available for Soviet authorities to prevent another Jew climbing to the top and challenging him. No, but uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a problem. Uh, but uh... as a matter of fact, it was still very difficult to to um, get to the final and and and, and beat Korpov. It looks very risky, but at least there's a chance. You know, I want to attack his weak pawns. Yeah, and the Soviet system didn't treat me well, but at least you know it uh, it probably solved one 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 problem at this early stage. Though I. Um, had, uh, from that point, I carried my mother's surname, and uh, being Armenian in Azerbaijan just had another, another another challenge, though not as critical as probably being uh, a Jewish rising star in in the Soviet Union. Just to end on a on a happy note, uh, was a funny story that after I. Uh, became world champion and uh, broke all the records, including Fischer's uh, record in rating and uh, reached 2,800 mark, first time in history. Mikhail Tal, uh, ex-world champion, made one of his <laughs> unforgettable jokes. He said, Gary's playing so well that now he can calmly perform under his previous surname, So we thought these kind of jokes and uh, and uh, um, dark um, uh, humorists all, all left in the past, and since since Soviet Union collapsed, so we could uh, forget about it. But um, some of these old ghosts are still haunting us. And uh, in 2015, when the Spartak sports club celebrated its 80th uh, anniversary the book was published with all uh, most prominent members of Spartak and their accomplishments and uh, no surprise my name was not there it was erased in Putin's Russia so i i don't know whether i have to be annoyed or uh, or proud that uh, the regime was so scared of uh, my name recognition that they decided to remove me from uh, the book of um, Spartak Sport Glory, where I belonged.